Welcome to the Pack is Back podcast, brought to you by the Seawolf for Life Foundation, Synergy Capital Solutions, and Proudmouth. In this podcast, we will provide regular updates on what is happening, what's to come, and how alumni players continue to support community, connections, and contributions. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Pack is Back podcast. I am your host, as always, David Vallier. And uh, super excited to to bring on our guest today. But before I, I introduce you to Matt Halloran, I want to just you know share a little bit about what's going on. Um, personally, made some transition to from Florida to Michigan. Kind of been in the middle of that for the last couple of months, and uh, so excited to be settled in Michigan and back on the air. Um, we've we were fortunate enough to have kind of a backlog of podcasts. So um able to run that through the summer and um, excited to bring on, on John Hill in our next conversation. But today, let me introduce you to a gentleman that I am privileged to work with, with him and his entire staff on our podcast, Matt Halloran. Matt, say hello. How you doing, man? Fellow Michigander now. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You're just down the road. You're in Kalamazoo, right? Yeah. I'm like two hours door to door from you. So I love it. I love it. Well, we'll be out there this year. Um, I've actually I trained some Florida kids that are up here and just had their training camp out in Kalamazoo last this last weekend. So very cool. Yeah, we actually have a, a Western Michigan University has a pretty legit hockey team, dude, uh, that that uh, has only been getting better since I went there over 25 years ago. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a little trivia there. The gentleman that coaches Western Michigan, guy by the name of Pat Fershweiler, um, he and I were line mates for about three years in the pros. So, yeah. oh my gosh, holy yeah. crap, dude! Yeah, so I know Fershy really well. Um, and the coach for UAA, Matt, Matt Chasby, his son, uh, is either getting ready to start playing at Michigan or has started his, his so yeah, at Western Michigan. So, small world hockey's really small, yeah, as yeah. you know. So, cool. Um, all right, well, listen. If you don't mind, would you just uh, tell the crew a little bit about you, introduce yourself personally and then professionally? And before you go into that, um, Matt and I were just talking on the intro, you know, one of the goals here is to share some of our partners and, you know, Proudmouth is obviously partnering with us on the podcast, also as a mentor uh, company. And so we want to talk about that today. But before we get into that, tell us a little bit about you personally and professionally. So I'm a Red Wings fan. I should probably start with that. Uh, I actually started paying close attention when the Russian Five was a big deal with Scotty Bowman. Uh, that's about as far as my hockeyness goes, just so you know. But uh, uh, that was, and then I, I uh, co-founded a company with a Canadian. Uh, so my partner, Kirk Lowe, uh, who's actually off this week. He's at training camp with a team that he's an assistant coach with in Oshawa, Ontario. His son is playing, I don't know, some not... Um, like three, two under, two under pro, uh, in Timmins, uh, in Ontario. So he has a billet family. So I hear about all of that. And then my new national sales manager, uh, his son, uh, actually, um, broke his collarbone twice playing hockey, uh, in, in Oshawa. So I, I've, I have been surrounded by so much hockey since I, you know, co-founded a company with a Canadian, but so, so uh, just very quickly, uh, my, my background is 
uh, actually, I started doing radio in high school when I was 13. I never thought I'd be behind the microphone again, really, even though I did some radio and voiceover work uh, intermittently. Um, but about six, seven years ago, I, I met a guy named Kirk Lowe, who's a marketing and branding expert. I was a practice management consultant um, and communications expert. And we merged and then we created uh, the, this company specifically. Um, we specifically do podcasts for experts uh, who generally have a lot of compliance issues. Um, but we have some passion projects, which is you, right? I mean, we are a hockey organization. We really, really believe in giving back. We understand what sport does for people from a, you know, a habit perspective, a goal setting perspective, from a focus perspective, and from a success perspective. And most importantly, what do you do when you fail? And as a fiercely entrepreneurial person like you are, David, man, we fall down a lot, man. And when you play sports, you realize, that it's getting back up, that it's all the difference in the world, right? Staying down, that's a different thing, but we are all very, very resilient and we wanted to be able to support your organization and hopefully have some of those guiding principles um, get out to more and more people. I love that. I love that. You know, I was just reading a book recently and talked a lot about, you know, it's, it's an entrepreneurship book and talks a lot about um, how we, we learn by failing. And we can't be afraid to fail. And I, and I go back to little me. I didn't get good at skating without falling down a lot, right? And I I know every guy that's watching this, um, you know, from Seawolf for Life and everybody that supports Seawolf for Life can resonate with that on some level. It's 100% accurate. And it, I think the curious thing is, as we get to be adults, we get afraid of falling down. And that's how we learn and get better. So it's a really good point. But it hurts now more, brothers. <laughs> it's very clear, <laughs> right? So uh, I used to love to skateboard until I was about 46, 47 years old, and I fell. And I was like, oh, my God, it took me three days to not be in pain. So, but, but obviously, that's the literal falling down. But right. at 51 years old now, I look forward to uh, opportunities to fail because I know that it's going to give me an opportunity to grow and get better, smarter, faster, stronger, right? That's, that's, that should always be our goal. Um, and, and I'm not a huge fan of complacency and I know you're not either. Yeah. Amen. That's awesome. I love it. Well, listen, tell, tell the crew about Proudmouth. How did it start? I know you mentioned you, you partnered with a Canadian, uh, we'll have to have him on at some point and share some yeah. stories, yeah. but tell us how, like, what was your background before podcasting? Because I know you had some other business experience before you oh, got into yeah. it. And then like kind of tell that story about how Proudmouth came to be and and what you're doing now. So my background is actually mostly as a therapist. So so I uh, didn't even get into the world of financial services consulting until I ended up failing uh, as a therapist. Um, I, I ended up just not being cut out for it, right? I would drive home every day and I'd just cry the whole way home because, you know, for six, seven hours a day, people just dump their stuff on you. And it, one of the things that they don't teach you as a therapist in grad school is really how to deal with that, right? And so, um, so I switched. We were living in Omaha. Omaha, Nebraska, which by the way, also has an amazing hockey team, uh, mm -hmm. University of Nebraska. Omaha is one of the better, uh, the Mavericks, I think is what they're named. They're really, really good. Um, they're all Canadian on the team anyway. It's just so funny. Uh, but anyway, um, so my wife and I were living in Omaha, uh, 
we so I I typed into Google after my wife had said to me, Matt, how much longer can you do this? You're crying all the time. You know, it's just taking everything out of you. So I yeah. went to um, Monster.com, which I don't even know if it exists anymore, and I typed in coach because I have my master's degree as a therapist and as a life coach. Two things came up. Um, something called Vistage, which many of your listeners might know what that is. So it's an entrepreneurial coaching program and they want to do a $250,000 investment, David. And I was broke, like great, like in debt student loan broke. Right. Um, and the other one was something called Carson, which was actually back then called peak uh, peak coaching and consulting. And so I applied, um, and that's a very, very long story I'm not going to get into. They finally hired me because I said, hey, I'll work for half what you're paying everybody else because I promise you I'm going to be the best coach you've ever had. They liked the confidence. And within six months, I was speaking all over the country on main stages, talking about communications, listening skills, um, holistic financial planning. And so I did that for a little while until I got that entrepreneurial bug again and realized I had made that company about $1.2 million. And I didn't even see 10% of that. And I said, hell, I can do this on my own. So I left that consulting group um, and created uh, what was then called Top Advisor Coaching, where I only worked with financial services professionals. I had a very specific niche, um, but I worked with financial advisors and helped them run a more successful practice. Um, and I really tried to move them from running a practice to running a business. So I was trying to change mindset behaviors and all of those things. And then I was speaking at a, a conference in, in Phoenix, Scottsdale, actually. And this bald guy walks up to I'm a bald guy. This bald guy walks up to me and he introduces himself and he said, hi, I'm Kirk Lowe. I'd like to have a drink with you. There's something I'd like to talk to you about it. And I knew who he was, right? Because I had been following him on socials because he's he was the marketing and branding kind of guy who I was like, shit, I need to learn from that guy, right? Um, and so we had a drink, uh, which ended up leading to phone calls, which ended up leading to us wanting to start a podcast, just talking about branding and talking about practice management. right? And then we realized very quickly this is entirely scalable and financial advisors, they talk for a living. Let's try to get them to talk behind a microphone and produce their podcast and then chop up their content into as many pieces as possible. We do about seven to 10 pieces of content per episode um, and then publish it for them in a compliance friendly manner. And man, it took off, bro. So our core group was three people. It was Kirk, Lisa, and I um, we're at 37 team members now. Uh, and we've, produced 7,000 episodes and over a quarter of a million social media posts. Um, we're a really well-oiled machine. Um, and really the intended consequence of what Proudmouth has done is, and David, you know this better than anybody, financial advice was only for the wealthy. That was it. Right. Nobody who wasn't, you know, and it was, it was, you know, well, they have to have a minimum of a quarter of a million dollars, half a million dollars, a million dollars of investable assets, or I'm not even going to talk to them. What we have forced advisors to do is allow the general public to hear their thought leadership. And so Proudmouth has, because of the level of content that we create, has made it so the masses can start now making better, stronger, and just smarter uh, financial decisions based off of what the ultra wealthy and wealthy have done in this country for years. And we're really, really proud of that. I love it. I love it. And for listeners, Matt and his whole team, Patrice is on as, as our producer, they have helped me develop two podcasts, one for my former firm uh, as a financial firm, 
and and now for uh, the pack is back for Seawolf for Life. So I can just tell you, it has been, I wouldn't have known, known where to start, right? It's just so much to put together and to to have you and your team simplify it, even from the standpoint of, hey, we're, we're mailing you a microphone and here's the <laughs> microphone you need and yeah. here's the settings you need on it. You know, just from that down to uh, speaking with Patrice and saying, hey, you say um a lot or you drop off at the end of your sentences. You know, just how do we articulate better so that, uh, and of course she wasn't thrilled that I wore a baseball hat today, but you know, it is what it is, Patrice. This is a sports fashion podcast. Statement, fashion <laughs> statement. I'm sorry. I'm just upset that he's using the number one microphone. I hate more than any microphone in the I know, world. me too. Is not the microphone we sent you, David, just to be clear. <laughs> no, but that's all right. All right. Well, now we're bashing David. One other thing here, David. Everybody yeah. in hockey has a has a nickname. You have yeah. one. It's Valley. Well, what yes. is that? Well, we're gonna have we're gonna have to come up with it. Yeah. How? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm how, a little nervous about whatever. How, Howie? <laughs> That's the thing. Like the hockey guys, were not all that creative. It's usually your last <laughs> name with part of your last a name with a Y on it, or just part of your last <laughs> name. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, back on track. Back on track. We did. We we have appreciated you on the business side, and certainly appreciate what you and your team are doing here. Tell us a little bit about your role, Matt, with the company. And then I want to transition and talk a little bit about mentorship and, and what sure. that means to you. Yeah. So uh, so I am the face of the company, which I know for those of you who are looking at this are thinking, what the hell were they thinking? But this Santa Claus look goes really well over, I, I guess. So I'll, I'll take it. Um, so I do all of the client facing and prospect facing marketing. I am the one who, I, well, I, I've I've personally done a couple of thousand podcasts. Uh, we run the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. I run that. Uh, I also shoot all of the educational videos for our PodRocket Academy. And so we have a whole learning academy that we've built. Um, and so I, I do a lot of the education uh, based off of that. I also manage the sales team. Uh, up until recently, David, I actually did all of the sales for our company. Now I've actually got two people on my team now, which is a gift. I'm very, very grateful for it. Uh, we got Mark and Christine on our team. And so, uh, yeah, so that's what I do. Um, I also, you know, obviously yeah, I'm the co-founder of the company. So Kirk and I, and Lisa, who's our chief operating officer, we, we do a lot of the strategic planning and the big picture vision, uh, stuff like that. Um, but, but at the beginning and, and Patrice will remember this because I was still doing it when she started Kirk, Lisa, and I did everything. So I recorded and did every interview. I did all the post-production, dude. Like I was editing every single solitary podcast. We did the voiceovers for the intro and outro. Lisa and Kirk brought all the social media. Lisa did all the graphic design. I mean, so we were really in the trenches when Proudmouth first started. And now we've got all of these teams, all these amazing writers and graphic designers. We've got Patrice. We've got two other voice towns. We've got Wendy. We've got Bill. Uh, I, I have a couple of clients still to this day, but that's what I do here. And you know, I, I always wanted to be the, this sounds corny as hell, but I always wanted to be the face and like the mouthpiece for a company. It's just like a huge driver for me. Um, 
and and because of this by design, my business partner wanted to be a CEO and run a fast growing entrepreneurial focused company, which he is that now. Uh, Lisa wanted to be the chief operating officer of an entrepreneurial fast growing company. Um, and I wanted to be the face of a fast growing company. And we've all been able to achieve that um, through very specific design, a lot of planning. And most importantly, as we said at the beginning, a lot of mistakes, man, we fell down a lot. We made some, we made lots and lots of not necessarily poor decisions, but decisions that didn't work out in the way that we were hoping they would work out. And, you know, again, just dust yourself off, stand up, shake it off, stretch out, get back on the ice. I love it. I love it. All right. Let's transition a little bit. We, you know, T Wolf for Life, we're all about supporting alumni, but that includes future alumni. Mm-hmm. Um, as we have young men coming through the program, we want to make sure that they're well supported that they have options to consider. And that might be just calling somebody up that's a little bit more tenured and saying, hey, I'm thinking about this. Am I crazy, right? Um, It might be, no, you're not crazy. Let's lock arms and have you come work with me for a time and we'll get you off to a start or maybe there's a career there. So talk to us a little bit about the way that you're thinking about mentorship and how that plugs in with Fuel for Life. So here's the deal. We built our whole company on that model. And I don't know if you knew that, David, but so um, we start, everybody was an intern. When we first started, everybody was an intern. In fact, like three of them are still with us. Uh, One of them just went over six years. The other one went over five years with us. uh, And now they're in massive leadership positions in our organization. Um, You know, we had two interns over the summer. One was a research intern. She actually ended up helping do unbelievable levels of research. Uh, and then we have another one who is doing video production for us. And so we are in that, that is a huge model. And, and I, I have to thank Kirk and Lisa for that more than me, because they don't really report to me generally. I'm a little bit more intense and we found resonates well with some of the interns. Uh, but Kirk and Lisa have done just a wonderful job mentoring people, guiding them and, and being that open phone call. And, and I mean, I, I have that that policy, we all have that same policy. It's an open door policy. If you see time on my calendar, put time on my calendar. I'm more than happy to sit and talk with you about whatever you want. But we built our whole company that way. Uh, and we've hired, actually, I think almost everybody up until this last round of hires all came through um, uh, Ontario Tech, Western University, um, and then a couple of other universities around the the greater Toronto GTA. Um, that's That's where we get all, all of our people. So mentoring is a huge piece. And I think Kirk and I both, and I know Lisa did in the corporate world, but Kirk and I both had very specific mentors in our lives that really catapulted us to the next level. The consulting company that I was talking about previously, a guy named Ron Carson is the uh, the owner of that, still is to this day. Um, and he was an unbelievable guide for me, David. I can't stress enough how being able to just get time with somebody who has that level of success, focus, dedication, discipline can rub off on you. And and all you have to do is ask, man, there's so many people who are getting, who are my age or older, uh, who are just waiting for somebody to say, well, you, you know, I'd love to learn from you because we're at the point, not just professionally, but personally or spiritual, however you want to say it, that giving back is a huge component of who we are. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. So for, for young athletes coming through the program, um, or you and I have even chatted, you know, offline as I transitioned out of my former role into my new role, there's, there's wisdom in just 
locking elbows with, with somebody that's been through a career transition or whatever that looks like. But we're going to post this on our website. And I, the reason I say that is just mainly to say that for young athletes that are in the program that are paying attention, um, plug in, plug in the alumni association. Seawolf for life is not for you 10 years from now. It might be, but it might also be for you while you're playing. You know, we might be able to find you um, thought leadership. We might be able to find you internships where you can explore. In Matt's case, you know, a media company. You may not know if you like that type of an environment until you yeah. go explore it. And uh, that's that's really what the mentorship program is all about. Um, sharing ideas, sharing thoughts and exploring and, and fall, falling down, as we said. You know, you said something, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I, I yeah. just, be, I really want to say this out loud. Something that a lot of younger people don't really understand is the power of shared experiences. When you're on a team with somebody, uh, when you're in school with somebody, like, you know, I was in the military with people, th that shared experience is, is such a strong glue that, mm -hmm. and you will find as you get older, you seek out people who've had those same shared experiences because yeah. where you, wherever you went, like I, I've got Navy buddies of mine, David, who are in a very, very different part. They very, very few of them. I don't think any of them are actually entrepreneurial. Um, actually, no, they're not. Uh, one of them is now a commander in the Coast Guard, uh, right? Uh, you know, the, another one runs IT for a banking system. And it's so funny because when we get together, it's, just, it's like no time has passed because of those shared experiences. So when you're locking arms with people or checking people or passing people, you know, to people on the ice, that translates into lifelong friendships. And please, please, please always keep those in mind and maintain those relationships because they're going to help you out so much more later in life. I love it. I love it. I couldn't have said that better. Uh, I think that that hits the nail on the head for today's conversation. I think it's so appropriate. And, you know, as at 49, I, I reflect on how many relationships that I played with you know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, that still are alive and well and meaningful in my, in my life today. So, um, I I'm with you on that and, and hope that that resonates with some of the young people coming along. So with that, Matt, I do really appreciate your time. I want to be respectful of your time today, but, um, <laughs> uh, really appreciate you appreciate the company. Look forward to having your partner on in the future. Um, and, and with that, I wish you well. And, and those listening, I, I, uh, I know you'll be listening on the podcast, check it out on online as well. Um, you can always reach out to us at seawolfhockeyalumni.com, which is where this video will live in addition to the podcast that you're receiving. So if you'd like more on the mentorship program, more on Matt and his company, anything that we've discussed today, check us out, seawolfhockeyalumni.com. With that, I hope you have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Pack is Back podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to follow the show and share it with your friends and family.